Chapter 19 of Wandle the Invader by Ray Cummings. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Wandle the Invader. Chapter 19. I had leapt and seized the gun, which was still in the hand of the dead guard. Snap! The girls! Down below, free. They have got Mika bound and gagged, locked and sealed in a bunk room. You bring them up. I'll hold this accursed traitor. No need to kill him. By the gods, I've killed enough. He saw for the first time the vast, silent drama in the firmament outside the dome windows. Greg, for the love of— No time, Snap. I'll get the girls. Watch out. I might have missed somebody down below. He had. Three men appeared at the forward deck near the foot of our turret ladder. My bolts spat down upon them. Two of them fell. The other ran aft toward where I saw Venza and Anita appearing from the lounge doorway of the cabin superstructure. I fired again, and the running man tumbled forward on his face. He was the last of the pirate crew. Molo was crouching, half-bending forward over his instrument table, with Snap's gun upon him. The girls burst upon us. We armed them. Mika was safely fastened down below. We backed Molo to the floor in the corner, with Venza and Anita watching him. Snap and I were in control of the ship. For temporary periods the automatics would handle the gravity shifters. I could operate them here from the turret. We had a downward velocity toward the moon. Five hundred miles below us, no more, was the base of that diabolical gravity ray which was so swiftly pulling the twenty-five Grantline ships to their destruction. I gripped Snap and told him what we must do. The forward gun on the starboard side is almost identical with our earth guns, the Francine projectors. With a short range, you can handle it, and I'll give you a close mark. He dashed for the deck. I set the levers. Gravity plates with full bow attraction. Stern repulsion to the earth and the stern rocket streams at highest power. The star streak responded smoothly. With acceleration such as only Molo's famous terror of the starways could attain, we dove for the moon. Breathless minutes. Those wandle ships up in the firmament behind our stern would probably do nothing. They would not understand this sudden move of their friendly ship. The brainmasters, the insect-like wandelites down on the moon rocks operating the mechanism of the gravity ray, would not suspect until too late what the star streak was doing. Uprushing rocks, the Apennines to one side, the dark yawning maw of Archimedes on the other. We were diving parallel with the gravity ray now, hardly a mile from it, diving for the mechanism of its source. Twenty thousand feet of altitude. I bed our rocket streams up for the start of our turning. Bow hull gravity plates next. Ten thousand feet. Five thousand. How close we went, I never knew. It was seconds now, not minutes. I shifted all the controls. Our bow lifted as we straightened. The whole spreading lunar surface tilted and dipped. Snap fired. I saw the bolt flash at the tilting landscape and a puff of light down there on the rocks. And an instant later there were vacant rocks where the little cluster of men and mechanisms had been, and the upflung gravity beam was gone. The giant towering cliffs of the mountain of Archimedes seemed to rush at our upturning bow. The great dark crater-mouth slid under our hull. But we cleared it. The maw of blackness slid down and away. The whole lunar world tilted down and dwindled as we mounted again into the starlight. 
minutes passed while we mounted. Above our upstanding bow was a new drama. The suddenly released Grantline ships, almost level with the ten Wandle vessels when the ray vanished, turned sidewise. The poised Wandle craft, devoid of velocity, could not pick up the ray to escape now. Grantline, for those minutes, ignored the frantically flung disks. It was a desperate encounter, all at close quarters. We saw the spitting, puffing lights and the silent turmoil, hidden presently by the spreading clouds of luminous fog. Then out of it came drifting the wreckage. We plunged through an end of the glowing fog, encountered nothing but two triumphant Venus vessels. With them we mounted into the upper starlight. This was the end of the battle. The victorious Grantline ships, one by one, came lunging up. Only twelve of them now. No Wandle vessels were left. The great spreading cloud drifted down like a shroud to hide the wreckage, drifted and settled to the lunar surface, a great radiant area of fog gleaming in the earthlight. End of chapter 19